Last time on The Empire's Edge. You could always come into the, the throne of Indara and it would be a very safe place. The leaves. Oh, we still have to find the leaves. Does it feel more like uh, Horseshoe Falls, where like there's some magic about this place? Jacob, what's he throwing? Boomf! That they're like, you know, so, you know, a hedge. This wasn't here before. Crash through. Oh. <laughs> Mom. Save yourself. Withdrawal. Save yourself. Let us pass. F- fine retribution. Certain savior of the Lord. Like you're just trying to the priest to And as you look, you can see there is a group of bugbears. Oh, holy Oh, yes. And they have waded into fight with these three giants that ran past. Do we recognize them as the bugbears from the tribe that like us? Well, <laughs> you can't tell, but for now they're allies. So this combat's happening behind you, but there's still foes right there in your proximity. And I believe in that round, we were just down to Zelen's action. I believe you're right. <clears throat> so my um, fire spirit is going to try to do something. Okay. And then I'm going to get a flip out of Dodge. <laughs> um, nice. So it's going to do a range attack. Okay. One target I can see, one D6 plus four. So one of the guys that uh, came through the hedge but did not charge toward the bugbears? Yes. Okay. So well, the, oh, there, there is also the foe that you and um, um, oh, yeah. Jacob it, are it, on. Yeah, it'll try to hit that one, the one that's hitting us. Oh, fair, yeah. All right. All right, so um, is, is it a reflex save for the thing, or do you have to try and hit it because you're doing a ranged attack? Your spell attack modifier to hit range 60 feet, one okay. target you can yeah, see. So roll also, a d20 and then add your spell attack to hit. Also dex save. What did I say? Reflex. Oh, whatever. <laughs> oh. Remember the number? Six. Okay, so 13, because uh, there's a plus seven, right? What's a plus seven? For your spell attack modifier? Plus five. Could be. Oh. So plus 11. Plus five, no. That sounds low. That does yeah, sound low. Yeah, it should be a plus nine. <clears throat> plus nine, oh. Yeah, wisdom. What's your wisdom? Um, uh, Imagine it has to be maxed out. You use wisdom wisdom a lot. Wisdom is 21. Yeah, so that's a plus five. Mm-hmm. And then your proficiency. proficiency bonus is a plus four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're at plus nine to hit. Oh, it just said modifier was plus five. That's yeah, what you're, you're not looking for your modifier. You're looking for your spell. To hit, a- yeah. Yeah, your spell attack roll. So that oh. becomes a 15. And that hits. Which we know hits. Yay. Okay. So now you roll your damage. Aw. <laughs> five points of damage. But maybe that was enough. You never know. Uh, it was not. <laughs> I like looking at like the little the one on the die and you five. five. And then Matt's just like head shoots over like, excuse me. <laughs> I saw that one a moment ago. Um, okay. So then Zelen is going to dimension door away and Bye. leaving a little bloody pool <laughs> yeah. So now her. that Jacob has distracted it and another foe ran and attacked me. Thanks. All, all I three can grab of them, you. Do you want to come with me? All three of them can attack Jacob instead. Uh, actually, that'd be a great actually, yes. choice. Okay, so actually, I'm going to grab Jacob and we're going to dimension door away so that we still have full view of the battle, like maybe the overhang, like maybe we could get up on the overhang. Yeah, there's not actually any overhangs, but there is like the tops of one of these canyons that are adjacent. They're, like, you know, 15 to 25 feet high. Now, so. okay. the, the, the tree, the tree, like the foliage isn't too thick that it would like hinder my ability to shoot with a bow, is it? No, if you're okay. right near the edge of that, the, the danger would be a collapse. Nah. Uh, but um, but yeah, no, like the, reflexes. There's plenty of areas to do that. You could do like falling over damage. And above. Who cares about falling? <laughs> What's your range to actually go somewhere, or is it um, line of sight? 
you uh, 200 feet. Oh, yeah. So you, you arrive could at go, exactly the spot desired. Where you blocked off those couple of like, you know, uh, eroded canyons to the right hand side. You could go on top over there. Oh, sorry, 500 feet. Um, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> well, I want to stay within range of our spells. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to get so far away that he my can't spell is shoot, shoot arrow. Yeah, that he can't shoot. Okay, his so then the nearest and... height that's in proximity, kind of the middle of the combat. Yep. Okay, got it. So we. That's Beep. actually right above where um, that first bugbear, bugbear, where that first hill giant was initially. You're Perfect. on that that plateau. And you're with me, right above. Yeah, cool. You know, uh, uh, my. Uh... You think you would hear like. <laughs> If you weren't ready yeah. for that to be happening, <laughs> well, then your knees would buckle a little so, bit. Like, so what is the range that uh, we are now at from the battle? Uh, down to there. So firing in toward those guys came through the hedge where you were just now standing would be probably at about, oh, like 40 feet oh, okay. on That's that angle. Not not bad at all. Okay. I thought we were somewhere in the magnitude of 100. So that works. All right. So Zelen, your action is done. And Jacob at 11. Cool. Uh, if memory serves, I was still firing in melee on that guy. Yeah. So I still would have hit him with an owl arrow just for fun. How bad does he look? Can I make like a perception to see if I think, you know, yeah, good. Roll one, the perception, then. one good hit would do him in? Uh, da, 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 20. 20. A 20? Yeah. Yeah. You would figure that one good hit should take him out. Oh, perfect. Then I won't bother firing another owl arrow at him. I'll just use the advantage from the one he's already been hit with. Okay. Throwing stuff across the table. <laughs> Much higher than a 15. Uh, 26. Yes, you definitely hit. All right. Um, no, no, two more. No, one charge on the uh, on the bow. Okay. Bring it up to a D10 plus 2D6 for sneak attack plus another D6 for Hunter's Mark. Can I borrow that from you? And then a D8 for Colossus Slayer. Yay. Okay. A lot of dice. That's a lot, lot of dice. Ooh. That's a that, that's, that's an max actual, on the D10. That's an actual, yeah. You, whenever you bump it up, you've really yeah. been doing that well. So 10, 20, 24, 31 points of damage. Destroyed. Fantastic. He flops down dead. And then I will uh turn on so where there, yeah, give there, me give me a layout of the battle. There are still uh three that were in like a, a combative state with all of you. Uh then there's three over there with uh an un at this point determined number of bugbears. Uh, one of those three that came through the hedge, the, the hedge was originally cast on them. One had squared off with Boris, uh, and then... And I killed that one, right? Uh, no, that was one of the ones that just came from not through the hedge. That there was those three that came ah. through the hedge and they split off. So there's one near Boris who looks very hurt. Uh, and then there were the two. One had closed on you, Jacob, and one had closed on Zelen. And uh, the one that uh, was on you looks hurt about the same as one that was on Boris, that is on Boris. And then the one that was on Zelen is hurt even more. Okay. So there's a total of six. Three that are engaged with the bugbears. Yes. One that is engaged with Boris. The two that we left behind. They were right where you guys were just standing. Got it. Okay. And then the one that I just killed, that was one of the ones that was standing next to us, correct? Uh, Yeah. It crossed over to you from a new new tangent a little while ago. So there's two? There's three. I doubt your numbers, but okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I've been keeping close track. All right. So I guess, um, how, how, okay. Uh, still looking around the bugbears. Do they seem like they're handling themselves rather well or? They do. Yeah. Okay. There's a, it's a pretty pitch fight. The, the bugbears way outnumber them. You haven't like gauge oh, numbers okay. yet, but there's then, more bugbears than. Then I'm going to like uh, even numbers. turn on one of the ones because you, you only have one or two on you. Uh, one. I don't even know anymore. Okay, he, so has, he has one. He I'll killed fire the on the, one. on the one that's on you just to, uh, to kind of help you out at a distance. Uh, swapping over my hunter's mark. I get that every attack. Right? Yeah. Swapping over Hunter's Mark as a bonus action, because why do I need my bonus action? Yeah. I'm all the way over here now. All right. And 
How's a 20? Unnatural. Definitely hits. Cool. So that plus uh, one more charge. Yeah, one more charge. Because I think now I have two left for the day. And that's it. That and... I already did my Colossus Slayer this round. That's yes. Just, okay. 15 points of damage. Okay, yeah. A solid hit. And it looks like it's not going to take much for that guy just to be gone. And uh, take advantage on yeah. the next attack. Go for it. Fantastic. Um... I have one owl arrow left. <laughs> oh boy. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to do running some. Uh, out of the arrows. We're gonna have to do some. Uh, um, well, we're doing bugbears again. I wonder if we can get back to the. Uh, uh, um, Donalar. Donalar. Yeah. Get more more yeah. feathers. Yeah. Uh, okay, Boris, you're up. All right. Uh, first things first. Um, bonus action to transfer hex to the one I'm currently fighting. Okay. Uh, second, telepathically instructing Usud to go inspect the bugbears. So okay. he's. How far away are they? Uh, about 50 feet. Okay, yeah. So, invisibly, he's uh, flying 40 feet to them, checking numbers and seeing if there's any identifiable markings on them, and then dashing back to my shoulder. Okay, so um, he notes that, like, within the combat itself, there are three on each one of them. So, there's nine of them right there, and then it looks like a reserve group of another three. So there's a, like about a dozen of these guys that are over there. Um, and it's just so narrow and tight right there. You couldn't get more of them fighting around each one of those, right, yeah. those giants as it is. But like about a dozen of them. Um, and then it comes to markings. Uh, what's communicated to you is that there's uh, like tree symbols. Uh, very, you know, like plainly made, but kind of roanaga Esque, you know, a, a specific category of worshippers of Uko right, uh, that yeah. follow like a, uh, a lesser deity, so to speak. Well, neat. That. They are friendly bugbears. Yeah. Wow. Um, and, like, it would be like, yeah, we don't, we, don't, we don't know that yet because Good we're too guy, far away, right? Guys, yeah. Well, I can just shout that and tell you guys. But, yeah. and then has dashed back. Right, yeah. Um, so now, killing some giants. And first attack is a 28. That you might have gotten a, a natural 20. No, nope. okay. okay. <laughs> That's a definite Second hit. attack is a 25. They both hit, I guess, the foe that's right there on you that just got an arrow a moment right, ago yeah. for his, his um, see, And I need your d8s. You can... Actually, just, just the I one. just want to try. You're yeah. out of the, the, the good yeah, spell Yeah, out of the good stuff. Uh, so I'm just spending a first level slot. Okay, here it comes. And that is 13 magic bludgeoning. Nice. Uh, 14 radiant and 6 necrotic. For the first attack. Wow. Uh, destroyed. Nice. Anybody it, else nearby? It is done. Um, there are the ones that were on those two over there, and <clears> they're <throat> about 25 feet away. Okay, I move adjacent to them. Hey, Boris, can you grab my arrow? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm guessing I don't need to reroll that hit, because they've all got the same armor class. No, that's exactly right. Okay. Then next one takes... Neat. Nice. Um, it's that nine again <laughs> on the D8. <laughs> uh, Your elven dice are great. Like, yeah. um, Rules are not in a D8 all the time. That thing's exactly great. Exactly twice now. Because um, <laughs> the first time, it, it just genuinely was oriented to look like a nine, and I forgot I was rolling a D8. When I was doing this, like the math back in my head, I'm like, you can't, that doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not possible. Um, so that's uh, 16 magic bludgeoning, uh, 12 radiant... And one necrotic. Um, and that kills that one. Nice. Yeah. 
That's one of the guys that had had the hedge. Well, both of these guys are guys that had the hedge right, cast yeah. on them. So there's one foe left that had come through the hedge on you. A uh, quick glance in the other combat area. It looks like one of those giants are dead. The other two are further injured, and two bugbears are currently down. Mm, too. That's they're, just, they're cutting them down, though. Yeah. Um, and then that would be... Uh, I'm down to three first-level spell slots. <laughs> yeah, top of the round. Good morning. We just go through their numbers real quick, how that battle is progressing, and they're down to... How long ago did we wake up? I guess we've we've been traveling. We've been walking for a while, so it's not like, you know... I haven't even had my coffee yet. <laughs> <laughs> right. What's happening? Well, just in time, we encountered them, and it's lunchtime. Yeah, right. We've yeah. been walking around. I remember we said, keep our head on a swivel. These are the most dexterous and sneaky giants I have ever come <laughs> right? across. Well, and you had a 30 perception. It was yeah. like, oh, hey, there's a guy. And he walks guy, out like, from a tree. We're like, hey. Spinning distance. <laughs> from, from behind. Well, okay, yeah. It <laughs> <laughs> was a big tree, okay? Ever they weigh to, like 600 pounds. Ever been to Providence Canyon? No. It'd be yes. very much like that. Okay. That it is, there's just these these canyons that appear just off to the right-hand side. And, and they're covered in styrofoam, so that, or uh, <laughs> padding, so that way nobody can hear anything. They have uh, eggshell uh, uh, insulation. Yeah. Um, so we're back to the top of the round with Zelen. Uh, you can see that it's a pretty tight area where these giants are. They're definitely taller than the um, than the bugbears, bigger. So you can still like you know take you know hit strikes on them. Uh, but it does look like they are injuring a number of the uh, the the bugbears. But they've been taking a lot of damage themselves. I thought the giants were between me and Zelen. I mean, I'm all for them not doing anything. I guess we just but... teleported somewhere though, didn't we? Yeah. Well, yeah, up on we're, that side. Yeah, and then I engaged with the other ones. Yeah, oh, but then, then those bugbears, too, didn't just like stay like in a line to one side. They're, it's just a confused melee as it is right now. <laughs> you got so that right. Yeah. So the one adjacent to me didn't attack me. N no, no, that was that that was that. These were three. There was three that were in the hedge, and three came crashing through it. This is the three that crashed through. There are three there. hostiles fighting the bugbears. There are three hostiles fighting us. Yes. Uh, no, it's down to one hostile that's fighting you. You took the other two of them out, and I'm adjacent to him. Yes. Okay. Did he? Did, when and the we just skipped his round. Oh, I guess when you were doing all the rolls oh, for the fight in the bugbears, I guess... Did, I, I, I neglected that one. I forgot all about him. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll, I'll take care of that. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Thank you're, you for being honest. You're right. Me. I will miss you a few times. Here. <laughs> so let's see. <laughs> let's roll it right now and see what happens. See, uh, sometimes being a rules lawyer is, like, good, and sometimes it's great. <laughs> yeah. Rolled a, a 12, which is exactly a 20, which is exactly a miss by one attacking Boris. Oh, a 13 was a 20. Wasn't yeah. a 13? Oh. Oh. And that and that one hits. Mm. All right. Well, at least we can say that we we did our due diligence. Uh, fourteen points of damage taken, and that's because Ryan. I know you're listening, and I know you'd be particular about that. <laughs> <laughs> Even if Ryan's listening, you know, three years from now, we did it for you, man. It, that's absolutely right. All right. So, uh, Zelen, top of the round. Okay. So my fire spirit is going to teleport to be closer to um, Boris, okay. so that if he needs to be taken out you know to re be removed she could transport the two of them away dare okay. i say so. flanking him no flanking, <laughs> no, no the giant <laughs> flanking the giant oh, flanking yeah. the giant yeah is am many much good oh yeah that it's just that okay <laughs> <laughs> it comes in on the opposite side of boris yeah that's flanking because okay. it gives benefit yeah, that's what it does. Okay, now is it making an attack or is that its action? No, that's its action. It, it would do damage if there was anything within 15 feet of it. Where it left. Where it had been, right. but... Um, got it. All right, so it and does... And then your action. It does that, and then 
I, I if I, I'm going to be observing the fights where the bugbears are. Right. And there's how many living combatants there right now? Uh, let's see. So there it's seven and say yeah, they killed one of the giants. So there's still two giants and seven of them that are actively fighting. Two giants. Could I cast something in a 40 foot cube to just hit the two giants? I wouldn't see how, no. Okay. Um, what about, could I do it to hit the one that Boris is fighting? You're positioned right? I suppose so. I mean, you might hit your own fire spirit. Um, yeah, that's true. I wouldn't want to do that. Okay, so I'm not going to do that. Instead, I'm going to cast Scorching Ray. Okay. And I'm going to cast it at a third level because then I can cast, when you cast this well, you can spell slot third level or higher, you create one edition because then I can cast three rays. Okay. Oh, no, it already does. I create three rays of fire and hurl them at targets within range. So I'm going to cast three rays and I'm going to hurl them. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to do it at third level. I'm going to make four rays and I'm going to cast one ray at each thing. Okay. <gasps> okay. That was a lot of work to get there. And what, what are the ranges on that? Um, 120 feet. Okay, yeah, you're well within, because those, those guys are fighting further away, but that's still okay. well within range. So then do I roll four dice to see if they hit? Yes. Do I do it all at one time? You can do it if you want, one or individual. <clears throat> okay, and I add seven? What do I add to this? Uh, nine? Nine? It was um, five and four? Yeah, nine. Okay, <clears throat> so an 18... A 12, a 16, and a 15. Uh, three of them hit. Okay. And they do 2d6. Uh, wait. I mean, they're all hit. One of the giants is already dead. So only three giants were left. The, the bugbears killed one of the giants. There's one on Boris, then two that ran by you guys that are left. Okay. So, th so there's three live combatants. Yes. Okay. So then I thought there were four. Can I do this at a lower level so I could just use my three rays? Yeah, sure. That's okay. fine. Okay. All right. Okay. So then I'm going to take out the lowest one. I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, 11 points of damage. Nice. Uh, for the first one? Okay. Oh, do I have to keep, can't I do them all at 11 points of damage? I think each one, was each one an individual two hit or was it... Yeah. I create three rows rays of a fire and hurl them at targets. Yeah, so each each one is a it's an individual oh. to hit individual damage. So one takes eleven. Okay. Oh, the next one only takes five. Did you already roll your two hits? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was paying attention. And the next one does seven. <laughs> okay, help me out here. I've okay. Been, I've been furiously googling because I re I distinctly remember there being something about if I'm firing into a combat and I have a uh, an ally within five feet. Of the enemy, doesn't that grant advantage, or am I just like did no, I make that up? No, uh, that allows you to sneak attack without advantage. That's what it was. Okay. Dang it! Not as good as I was hoping it was going to be. Well, I'm the uh, spirit and I are getting advantage um, because we're flanking. Yeah, so. that, and that's what made me remind about that. I also forgot that for all those multi attacks that were happening before, another feature of mine that I forgot to keep track of was each secondary hit after that first one in a round was supposed to be with a minus four. Because, you know, I remember these things. Okay. 
Right, but you are up, Jacob. Cool. What happened to the impressive looking guy? Well, like the armor and he all that. He's one of the guys who's still fighting over there with the bug bug. Okay. Bug how, bears. how bad is the one look that's on Boris? Um, pretty bad. Okay, I'll leave him. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna I'm gonna change and start firing on the uh, the impressive looking dude. Okay, got it. Um, firing my last um uh, owl arrow. Okay. So because I'm not firing with advantage, but it's engaged in, in combat with the bugbears, I can still do my sneak attack on this one. Correct. If I so please. Yeah. Because the bugbears are definitionally <laughs> enemies <laughs> of the... Uh... <laughs> okay, this guy has a better uh, armor class, though, so let's see if it's actually uh, 16. That is exactly what you needed to nice. hit. Nice. <laughs> very, very nice. Hit with a three. Yeah. That's got to feel good. All right, so the first one. Oh, my so that's... gosh. Plus 13 to hit. Uh, 2d6 for that. Uh, yeah, bonus action, uh, Hunter's Mark, all that fun stuff. Uh, has it taken? It has taken damage. It has taken damage. Right, so a lot of damage. That. And can I borrow a d6 from you? Thank you. And I'm going to use my last charge in my bow for today to up that from a d8 to a d10. D10, okay. Oh, wait, I keep that because Colossus Slayer. There we go. Oh, two, five, ten. 31 points of damage. <laughs> uh, fantastic hit. He is still combative. Awesome. Firing my second attack, my second shot on that guy with advantage because of the type of um, yeah, last arrow arrow that it was. Yep. Yeah. How's a thirty-one? That would definitely hit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So D eight. Okay. Hunter's mark D6, was the one that was ever yeah. done. That's right. There we go. I know how to play this game. Nine. Sixteen more points of damage. Wow. Uh, he he's still up. Cool. Looks pretty terrible, but he's still still there. I insult his mother in giantish. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it sounds like casting vicious mockery is a free action. Yeah. Essentially, but you know, <laughs> I can't do any legitimate damage from it. I can just make him feel bad. And he has very good hearing, and he heard it, <laughs> and enough. it hurt. All right. Oh, you hurt his feelings. Okay, That's Boris can hurt his face <laughs> next. <laughs> Boris, you uh, first attack. Oh, so close. Well, you might get uh, it with your advantage, because remember, I used... Blanking, I used yeah. A, let's see if I can roll a 20 instead of a 19. Oh. <laughs> nope. But we just got that one out of the way. So that's I a, couldn't see the die when you rolled it, so I thought close. was like, oh, with your pluses, it was hitting still 30. low. Yeah. 30. 30. Yeah. That's uh, a definite hit. Yeah. Uh, second attack is a 26. Oh. Uh, both hit. All right. And, and then some. Thank you, sir. I figured you would need it. There you yep. go. Spending first level slots for both of those. First attack does. Nice. That's. That is. It's another nine. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I did it again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That is numbers 17 magic bludgeoning, 11 radiant, and 5 necrotic. It is destroyed. You know, I think I would happily take a D8 that rolls a six every single time. Yeah, that's right. That, that, yeah, that definitely that's works. Okay. Um, yeah, gone. There's move just... action to move uh, towards that combat. the bugbear fray. So you'll be almost there right? Um, yeah. for the next round. Uh, nice. Right. And they're in very bad shape. But um, so their round, let me take care of this. See how their hits are. Ooh. And another bugbear might ouch again might ouch um <laughs> oh no you ouched me <laughs> I, I ouched a bug bear. that sounds like the caterpillar from uh, bug's life okay oh no you ouched me i got my wings <laughs> 16 
Ooh, oh, that movie's so good. I want to watch it now. That is a good one. Rolled up. Six, six, eight. Oh, nice damn. Nice thing. way to roll it on not us. Oh uh, yeah. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> he's rolling very good when he's attacking his own people. Um, yeah, kind of incredible. Okay, so another bugbear drops. Oh no. That was not what I was expecting to happen. I thought all this was damage being done to, oh no, to the giant. Our bugbear, yeah. it's broken. Going <laughs> the other way. Uh, nope. And nope. Oh my gosh. Am I going to have to disown these guys because they're not good enough? Yeah, well, I, I'm going to switch dice because that die just suddenly stopped working. It work. It works great for the other guys. Imagine a die that stops working. You just roll it and it starts hovering in air, spinning. <laughs> yeah, really. And what happens there? That's only on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And all right, so one of them got a hit in, but it was a bad round for the bugbears. Oh, and let's see which one did he get it on. This would be pretty good. One, okay, that one. Okay, all the bugbears are still up though. Um, oh, one two, drop, one drop. Yeah, okay. so there's two left. Oh, two hill giants left. Two hill giants. Yeah. Left. But okay. The, that's the third bugbear. Sorry. Uh, okay. Well, the numbers seem to change constantly. No, they don't. That <laughs> is convenient. Right, so, and, so and that's why we debated them for so like telling two. All right. So um, I'm going to cast Blight on the whichever one looks like it's in the best shape. What's okay. The, so that's the one that's not the like the leader type looking one. What's the range on Blight? Uh, Just because I know that the listeners feet. would ask. Uh, it's We're too not. far away. Oh. How hard would it be to move down this canyon that we've... Uh, Gotten Very easy. Easy. Okay. <laughs> how hard would it be to move safely down this canyon? <laughs> Very difficult. <laughs> Wait, how high up are we? Uh, about twenty feet. Ah, pff, jump. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. Roll it. There's no, it's just two d six. You're yeah. only at eight. What? Oh, I forgot she was that low. <laughs> <laughs> Don't jump. <laughs> Genix, one step you grab by the collar. <laughs> no, don't do that. Um, then uh. I've got to do something else, and oh, what's that? Ooh, what's this? There's white stuff in the air. Ten foot radius. How big is that? Is that too big that I'm going to catch all the bugbears? You'd catch bugbears definitely. You have to center it on a creature. Or can you center it on any any spot? Because you could put center it behind the uh, the giants if you want. Yeah, but apparently that didn't work for the last spell she was trying to cast. Womp. I think they're just kind of all in like a little tangle. They are. Um. Sure. Sure it is. So I guess I'll do Scorching Ray again. Okay. Nice. Hmm. What's the range on Scorching Ray? Well, put them all on one target. Fair. It does have to hit three times, though. Yeah, but. Um. Okay, three rays of fire. Hurl them at targets within range. Um. So, okay, that's a good suggestion, DM. I'll hurl them all at the one who looks the least damaged. Okay. Must be nice having three d20s, just like, and here are all the hits. Uh, okay, and I'm adding ten. Nine. Nine. Um, so one is a twenty-five. Definite hit. One is a sixteen. Definite hit. And one is a thirteen. They all hit. Yay! Thirteen. Okay, so thirteen. Okay, yeah. Thirteen. 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 Yeah, thirteen was the number. We whittled it down. We finally got there. Yay! Okay, five points of damage. Four points of damage. And seven points of damage. Not trying to criticize your 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 approach, but like you rolled all d20s at the same time. Why don't you just roll like six d6 all at the same time? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the most d20s I've ever rolled at once was eight. 
for what nefarious purpose? Um, I was DMing game to you and to dad, and uh, the things had four arms, and there's like tons of them. I vaguely oh, so I, I, I just like that. Yeah. roll loads of d20s at the same time, and they had like you know a you know a two percent chance of hitting, but they would occasionally. Yeah. All right, so Jacob, it's on you. Both of those giants are still up, but they are in really bad shape. Okay. Um, I have a clear shot on them, though, right? Yes, no, no because they're they're shoulders and head above. No reason. Uh, no reason to well, move because fifth edition doesn't care about that as well. Yeah, not yeah. as much. Um, so yeah, um, using uh, regular old. Uh, I'm I'm out of owl arrows, so regular old arrows now. Uh, firing on um, the leader type. The, or the, the other the, one. The guy still just because screw him in particular. Uh, ooh, 31. Yeah, Deliots. All right, so uh, doing my uh, sneak attack just because there's someone within range. Colossus Lair, can I borrow D6 again? And I'm out of uh, charges in my bow to mm -hmm. up that anymore. 5, 10, 16, plus 7 is 24 points of damage. And you 23 you, points of damage. You said you fired on the leader one? On the leader. Uh, he collapses. Nice. Right in the middle of all the bugbears. He goes down. All right, that's... You lose sight of him in all of that. I was shot number one, and can I see another? Yeah, um, there's just the one of them left. Uh, 16. Hits. Nice. <laughs> and regular bonus action, swapping over my quarry to him because I don't like him. And nine, 16 points of damage. Uh, taken, and he does not look like he's going to survive to see many more attacks. Confident that the reason why the fo the first one collapsed is because I said something about his mother as I say something about this one's mother as well. <laughs> <laughs> that might be true, but that was really, really mean to say in public. <laughs> oh, as he dies. Uh, Boris, you. I am moving up to the last remaining hill giant and hitting it with a hammer. All right. First attack's a 22 versus armor class. Definitely hits. Is it flanked by the bugbears? It is. Yeah. Uh, man. It was one away from it. Right, yeah. And the second okay. attack. <laughs> nice catch. <laughs> okay. Is another 22 versus armor class. You just had to do one okay, better yeah, than they, me. They yeah, right. Both hit. Precisely. Um, bonus action to hex him. And the first attack does... It's been a while since I've done any radiant damage to anything. Um, or haven't done... I've got plenty of comes in out of nowhere. Yeah, right. Uh, 12 magic bludgeoning and 5 necrotic. And the second does 11 magic bludgeoning and 3 necrotic. <laughs> I spend all of my first level spell slots to give Boris all of my second. <laughs> And he goes down. Nice. nice. The last of the foes. That was 10 hill jumps. Very, very good. I have one first level spell slot left. <laughs> yeah, that was quite right. the combat. And as this is happening, and it, it's a, they're, they're, they're the bugbears that are there, you know, they're looking and you know, they're well, wielding maces. Maces are coming up. They're looking. Yeah, they're looking I about. take my helmet off. Um, and they see, well, they can see the two of you guys up there, up on the <laughs> we uh, wave, that friendly. plateau. Yeah. And um, they look back. Uh, and they say, you know, like the, almost the same way that the uh, hill giants had said in hill giant, they're back, you know, implying that there was whatever the foe was back. And these bugbears say, it's all of you. Um, and they do recognize you. Oh, fantastic. How do you want to, so, how, how do you want to get off of this cliff? Let's just mention door back down there. Oh, that's, or, that's using a spell slot we don't need to use. Yeah. Uh, I think fire I, spirit, have it teleport up then teleport down. Okay. Oh yeah. Fair. We can do that. All right. 
So uh, there's two. There's a <clears throat> pair of small explosions, and then the rest <laughs> walk up. <laughs> so, but, but once we're down there, I can bring back to life anything that some one thing that has died in less than one minute. Is have any? Yeah, what, what spell was that? Whoa. Revivify. <laughs> would, you, would you read revivify for me? Revivify. You touch a creature that has died within the last minute. That creature returns to life with one hit point. The spell can't return to life a creature that has died of old age, nor can it restore any missing body parts. So if it's missing something important, I won't revivify that Whoa. One. Okay. Wow. Where'd that one come from? Being no. God? <laughs> well, Felicid. The plants. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, while that's happening, too, uh, I don't... I didn't miss a single shot, so I, I, all of my arrows struck true. I'll go back and I pick out all of my um, uh, arrows specifically. The, the, roll the, the 50-50 on just, each one. If they were so still intact. I get them all back, just whether or not they're still intact. Yeah, you can get either pieces back or intact. You cool. roll that 50 on each okay, one. Okay, so I'm going to choose. Over here. I mean, I can only I can only do it for one. Well, so, how many are dead? How many are unconscious? Um, all three of them are you know, dead. You know, they, or they fully dead. Are fully dead, okay. yeah. So um, it'd be the one that fell most recently would still be within that window. Yeah, so I'll revivify that one. All right, and uh, as you're walking up to it, um, they're saying, you know, in that very like kind of twisted kind of common sounding, uh, they're like, uh, you know, sister, it does not matter. Uh, he is he is gone. He is gone to Uko. As you're like, kind of pushing past them to get to him. Um, I can restore. Um, and they, they all step back. Like they want to see how this works and what's going on. You cast your spell. So I'll touch him with my healy hands. And then it doesn't say, what does it give you an idea of how many hit points? Is it like one. restored to one? one? Okay, yeah. So looks really bad, but, and probably not even, well, he'd be awake by game terms, but not like he wants to like stand up and do jumping jacks, right. but he's um, obviously alive uh, and stabilized. Uh, and again, they're, they're very amazed. Uh, thank you. Uh, I, I am Grack Shining Hand. Thank you for uh, uh, for doing this and uh, for leading an attack uh, against our foes. Uh, we did not expect any aid whatsoever. But you, looking at Boris, we thought you were something else. What What is this? Um, Armor claimed from very strange allies. Um, it was deceptive. We uh, thought you a foe initially, a new foe, uh, and it burned us to imagine there was yet another foe in this wild and difficult region. Uh, but let's get out of here in case there are more. Uh, this is a place known to them. Uh, we should return to our own camp. Um, Agreed. Go. Lead on. And uh, they do. They, um, they take us like back out that way, and they're taking you, Jacob, uh, roughly east where you are so i just don't know how the game works like do i've got to cure myself because am i like bleeding as i uh, go so, I'm so i was about dying. to get into that oh, okay uh, firstly i have 40 hit points worth of lay on hands and then as long as, you know using the uh, blessing of the throne um i could use a bonus action to restore 4d6 and then because of the blessing 5d6 uh hit points but since we're not in combat i'm gonna do this kind of the slow way and spend each of those D6 as a bonus, so there are two D6 instead of just kind of the one on the uh, Right, yeah, that's lump. smart. Yeah, that you'll have to, like, well, um, all right now, immediately. So, can I steal a D6 from you? And, sure. and with that being said, it isn't like they're like, let's take off and walk. They want to take some time to gather up their own gear, fallen stuff, and... Um, and then, like, bind up their own wounds, too. So it isn't like they're all just like, yo, let's get out of here right so now. So if I take a short rest, don't I get stuff back? Um, yeah, you get spell slots back, and but like, the, uh, no, you get a, you might get a limited number of spell slots back, but you can spend a hit dice to um, oh, to heal, yeah, to heal, yeah. Oh yeah, I 
I I, I, I loot bodies. Is there any like valuables like like oh my like gosh. I don't... Oh the giants bodies. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I don't know. Like yeah, yeah, the bugbears. <laughs> I go to the bugbears pockets. Yeah, no, I, I, <laughs> I, I find holy symbols. Ah. Maybe the giants have something of value, maybe some form of currency and and you know, take whatever I can from them. No, it would be like gear. You know, their their oversized gear is about all you have right here. It looks like a very massive raiding party. Okay. Uh, Zelen, you've regained uh, 19 hit points over the course of um, four rounds. Can I can I give myself them all right now, or do yeah. I have to wait? Yeah. No. Yeah. The four rounds have gone by. As Boom. 27 hit points. Woo! Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Feels better than whatever that was. Six? Yeah. Eight? Um, but that you don't see anything in here that give like intel. It looked like they were probably, by, by their, their estimation, a, a fast-moving party. Hmm. That they had a particular mission... And it looks like they came back to this spot probably to uh, to regroup. Very defensive spot. Has everything they need to camp, you know, food, shelter, water. Um, and uh, obviously, it's the bugbears themselves that they were concerned okay. about. Any markings on them that kind of uh, identify them or um, make make it known that they're part of a particular group? Um, you could make note of the various kinds of cloth and things that have in there. Like, you know, the bone is looped here. No, no sigils or insignias. That but I see nothing on would be obvious. Okay. It would be very much in their own esoteric that you, you wouldn't I ask, just recognize. Yeah, I ask for two reasons. One, you know, for further knowledge, but also two, you know, since we're leaving these bodies here, defile that in some way just to say, it's like, yeah, don't come for us. And like rip their sigil in half or whatever. And then, uh, kind of leave the bodies that way for whatever, whoever comes to find it. Go ahead and make an intelligence roll and see if there's a, a point of uh, memory. Okay. Intelligence roll. I'm very smart. Eight. Uh, no. <laughs> so it, it could have been that uh, whatever their their way of demonstrating tribe, uh, you might have seen it before at um, the um, throne of Indara when mm. when there uh, there was many different uh, you know representatives from different clans that were assembled there. But you don't uh, you don't particularly recall it. They're just okay. two. They all look kind of the same in that that capacity. Uh, to me, they are the same. So I'm spending. 20 hit points of my lay on hands on myself to okay. put me back at uh, 66. And then I have another 20 to play with either among the party or among the bugbears. Um, yeah, so there's, you could... Party, how we feeling? Um, I don't use my second level spell slots for anything, so I was going to use all mine on some cure wounds too. Okay. Yeah, and I'll use, I'm going to use my cure, I'm going to use my first level spell slots to cure wounds as well. Okay. Or at least a couple D8. of them. Hey, I get to borrow a DA from you. Yay. Nice. 1D8. Oh, wow. What's 19 plus 18? Uh, 40, no, 30. 37. 37. So of the, um, the, the remaining 10 of these bugbears, the three that were held back in reserves were injured. And uh, you could think you could help... All three of them, of the ones who were in combat just now, they look like they're now about as injured as those other three were. So all ten of them have, you know, modest injuries right across the board. Okay. Um, best thing I can think of is uh, two hit points apiece. Okay. I am back up to max. Nice. I am the max. All, okay. all three of my second level spell slots to get there. But I'm, I'm at there. I'm at half max, so I I was gonna. Hold on me, and then do some healing on who looks worse. Yeah, I've I've spent my healing that's available. And I mean, we're we're about to be with a, a pretty good group, so maybe hold on to some of your spells just because you are a caster in combat. Yeah. So just in case we have anything happen where we need to be able to fight, it's good to have a few and route to place. Sure. Um, yeah. So with that two back, they're looking better. You know, obviously there's still you know injuries around, yeah. but they're they're a little better that way. 
So, but they, they seem stabilized and very appreciative. And uh, again, the one had introduced himself to you as uh, Grack Shining Hand. Uh, I lead this war band, but we should get back to our headquarters. Um, so let's gather what things we have left. And uh, two of them are actually, they're not burying, they're shouldering their own dead. And yeah. two of them are walking back, carrying their dead uh, to get them back out of here and not leave the bodies behind. If it seems respectful, I'll offer to help. Uh, they would definitely take the assistance. Okay. Yeah, so I'll rotate in. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So you guys are moving, and you travel about a mile. And at the as you're getting closer to it, uh, you recognize... Go ahead into your siege craft, Boris. Okay. And he says, you, I thought it was a me. I was like, oh, I recognize. Natural 20. Nice. Been waiting for that. <laughs> you critical um, that. Yeah, skill. 30. Nice. Um, and I, I should have said this too, that uh, both Zellen and uh, Jacob, you guys could do a um, like that that nature sense as you're looking to see how things are survival? set Survival? Uh, survival, sorry, yeah. Oh, uh, I was going to say, I was like, yeah, I'm, I could do that. I could do either one of those. Um, but what you notice right off, Boris, in the area you're heading is uh, that this is a group that has made a, they've used the best of the topography uh, and the natural materials uh, to make a defensive area. As you're getting into it, you can see that people are either going to be slowed down traveling through a wooded area down across a stream, um, or they're going to be funneled into a direction of the defender's choice. Nice. Uh, and the, what you, what, what did you roll, Zellin? 13. 13, what did you roll? 30. 30, okay, so um, <laughs> you're probably nice. not, a, not aware of this as you're, as you're going, uh, but Jacob, you are, uh, that you can see that... Zellin, you're occupied with keeping your spleen where I guess it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stitching myself up as we go, that um, they did such a great job of using natural resource that if you weren't truly looking for it, you wouldn't have known there was a defensive position here at all. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That it, it's that well hidden into the I mean, I would say, cover. oh, wow, if I saw um, it. If you're aware of that. Uh, but you guys are walking up into this, um, and you're not even challenged because they're seen from a distance, uh, and you come into this camp that's in a, like a protected, like a small, like teeny little valley uh, between two hogback ridges, and it's all surrounded by trees. Uh, you come up into this, and there's like about another dozen bugbears. Uh, the guy that introduced himself as Grack Shiningham goes right to one of the bugbears uh, and is giving a very brief report and indicating where you are. Since you're walking in with them, the rest of them don't bristle, but you can see they all have hands near weapons. They're all you know, ready to be combative if they need to. But it seems to be that they're all like agreeing almost right away that they do recognize who you are. And though you couldn't pick one bugbear face or make that much of a difference to the next bugbear face, you are getting the idea from their expressions that they've all seen before, that they were there in that bugbear valley. Oh, wow. Or the majority wow. of them, at the very least. Do, um, when you set off and, and you started this whole, like, um, I don't want to say cult, but like when you started your order, own kind of order of the, yeah. of the bugbears, did you remove like the, the whole like sigil of the, um, of the Donalar feathers? No, I didn't feathers? take the owl feathers. Okay, so are they, um, do we, are any of them displaying Donalar feathers kind of in this area? Yeah, they are. Okay. That some of them had gone through that process and they haven't left it behind. They're still bugbears. I imagine most of them have. Yeah, I, honestly, that I, I um, make it kind of like you know, like shift my quiver kind of so you see like all the all the arrows <laughs> kind of like like yeah. all the feathers kind of shitting out that way. It's like yeah, no. Well, they're quite the plume. I know, yeah, I know what's going on. <laughs> and there there might have been some like tied into your old armor. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely still have them. It's just a matter of whether or not they're tied into the splint I had been wearing, or the Anuriac stuff. Yeah, we hadn't. Gotten I think into I that. I think I had mentioned how you know it's both honor tallies from the Anuriacs, which adds to the kind of the weirdness of yeah, the armor. Yeah. 
And then, you know, the other displays and markings. I'd we, we can go with that. that and that I, makes I have some owls, too. Owl feathers, too. Not right. owls. Owl feathers that, that are tied <laughs> like, to I've been dragging this owl around all this time. Uh, and then that leader turns and he, he walks right up to the three of you. And I sa- he says, I am Tulat Dawnseeker. Uh, I lead this group. Um, you are very welcome. Please sit. Uh, and they're starting to bring food up and you can talk what, what they've gone through uh, and what all of you have gone through. Too. Nice. Yeah. And I definitely share why we're here, what we're looking for. That you know, Oh, you do? You share that we're looking for the leaves? Yeah. This, well, is, this, is, this his is my order. order. Yeah. yeah. This oh, is, oh, this oh, is the group yeah, of bugbears right. I founded. Okay. Yeah. And you know, maybe not the leaves so specifically, but you know, a holy artifact um, in order to thwart an evil in the north. Yeah. Um, this is uh, amazing things. We had wondered about you. We had seen sign, uh, you know, track and trace of you. And then it just stopped, you know, two, two and a half months ago. Uh, there was nothing. We feared you were all dead or had moved out of the area. Perhaps, we're aware. <laughs> perhaps back to Warland or to places further north. Under the earth. Yes. And um, deep. You know, around campfires, I probably would, you know, this fire in their base tell the story of everything we went through with the Anuriacs. Yeah, so initially that uh, they probably even say, when you said under the earth, we thought, well, you know, why were you in a cave? Why were you sitting in a cave for so long? You know, there's caves around here. That doesn't make any sense. But then as you go into it, just the realization. Ridiculous until they remember I'm covered in bug. Yeah, <laughs> but they see, and, so, and they look like this. Yeah, except and there'd be another limb out over here, another mm-hmm. limb out over there. Uh, but yeah, kind of like that. Uh, and then they tell you their own story that uh, under the, the guidance and tutelage of Regulk, uh, who was the one that you said, you do this now, you become and follow this path, um, that he died when they were like, escaping the Bugbear Valley, mm. uh, that uh, apparently they were not well received. Um, and he relates to you that more and more of our people with our new belief structure, with believing in Uko had greater ability uh, to gather owl feathers. And it was looked upon as uh, a challenge to power. Uh, and we could not stand against the entire tribe. Uh, had to leave. He held our rear guard and allowed us to get out of there. So wow. it's, uh, and then since that time, we have looked to make a place for ourselves. But this area, as we've always known, outside of our own valley is exceedingly dangerous. And it seems as though dangers are only increasing and not in any way diminishing. Uh, we've lost uh, some of our own in various skirmishes. Um, we could take you to their grave sites where we've interred them. I think we've encountered a couple of their grave sites. And yeah, if you describe where it was, how yeah. it came out of that one valley, yes, that was one of the, the occasions for their battling. We seek now simply to find a location where we could uh, move from with relative safety without giving ourselves away. Uh, there are ruins in various places around here. But, you know, within, you know, 10, 15 miles, but those ruins will always draw attention once they're occupied. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why we've taken this place here. How, how are, okay are we with the idea of like, like bringing them to Sarantar Azul, having them be the ones that, that repopulate those Sar- ruins? That'd be interesting. Trying to rebuild Sarantar Azul. I hadn't thought about that. That'd be interesting. I thought you were going to talk about bringing them along to um, that ruined manor we're trying to get to. No, I think, I think like sending them to Sarantar Azul, because I, I remember you were talking about taking that over for kind of your area there. I was talking about the manor. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, like, like you were talking about Sarantar Azul like a while ago, like like taking over that space. Like this mm. is like, you know, far after the campaign. Like, right, yeah. But like 
sending them there and having them start to rebuild because even though those are ruins not necessarily in this area they could rebuild there without anyone finding out because of just how massive how big yeah so as you guys are talking so jacob do you guys relate geographically more or less what you're heading for or about where you think this is because you don't know exactly As, as well as i can using as many uh uh, landmarks as I, I can possibly do like you know again approaching from this kind of angle and saying like this is where we're trying to get to describing the area okay once you make that description Jacob as to about what you're talking about he's saying that would be a very strategically that would be a good location uh, about centered it seems between the gate of the ages and uh, the ruins of what was once Sarantar Azul by things you've said and if you recall the 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 one of the, the bodies where there was that 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 encounter yeah. wasn't too far from that region. So mm-hmm. they, they know these places. They know where those things are. Do How, you still have people? Do you still have other bugbears that are finding you to join you? Um, yes. And he points out a few of them, points out to them that don't have any owl feathers. That's like not part of their tribal, you know, yeah. like ascendancy that uh, they are from other tribes. But but it is slow. There are other bugbear tribes that are are here in, in these wild regions of the Brimroar. But uh, they're few. Uh, it takes a lot for someone to completely convert their ideals. But what I'm considering now and wondering, and uh, the one that's talking, the leader, Tulat, he turns back to Grak, and Grak nods his head, and he said, would you consider us traveling there with you to determine if there will be a better, a better location for us to continue what we're doing to organize this area, for us to better organize this area and make a, a stronghold to build from there, if Gladly. that would be helpful in the same way to you. Gladly. That'd be fantastic. What do you know of the place? Well, that was the only thing I'm, I'm a little concerned about because there is a taboo, a regional taboo that's fairly centered in that area. I don't know if it's in the same place. Uh, I We don't know what it's, what it's focused on or what is the origin, but there is something, it could be very ancient, you know, something cultural to the previous cultures that have made that a difficult and dangerous place, some hidden magic. We, we don't truly know what, but just that different beings that we encounter tend to avoid the generality of that region. One of those sets of uh, rumors is that it might have been the lair to some very powerful creature. There are also a race of beings. They're, um, they're short. Um, they're, they're unusual. They're, they're gifted at crafty things, making traps, uh, and they have an almost lizard-like appearance that they seem to be in some way part of this. Maybe if it is servants of a monster uh, or if it is its descendants, but we just don't know the truth of it. But mm-hmm. that's one of the things that's come out of that region. So you'd be willing for us to travel with you? Gladly, yes. Yeah, we we gladly take it. And would, the, the whole tribe is going to travel with us? Well, the, the our whole contingent that uh, we try to uh, secure this place and make it as invisible as possible, that we could return to it if we need to. But if we could um, acquire um, a, a completely new location, they'd be better for us to strike from and to defend with the authority and power that, that the three of you carry, uh, that could be very, very beneficial to us. It's a dangerous place to move around in. You would have no trouble <clears throat> defending the area that we have in mind. All right, then it would be a case of not abandoning this, um, but moving in mass with the possibility of coming back to it and maybe even using it as one of our, in the future, you know, a readout that we can go to when necessary. <clears throat> is this all just like a war tribe or do they have any weak or young? No, it seems like it is just these combative individuals. Yeah, it sounds more like a fraternal brotherhood than a okay. tribe. Yes. Makes sense. 
you know, a knightly order kind yeah. of thing. No, there there are definitely males and females that are, you know, these 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 warrior types, but but it doesn't seem as though they're they're making family units. Yeah. Um <clears throat> I mean, I guess um, asking them when they're ready to leave would probably be more a question coming from you versus Yeah. Um <clears throat> well, from any of us, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh how soon will be able will you be able to travel? I think it would take us just to let our our sick um, or our wounded, rather, uh, recuperate a little bit more and to gather some supplies for the way, mm-hmm. uh, we could be leaving in a couple of days. It would also take that much time just to prepare uh, and and do our best to block off the entrance point, actually points, uh, so it's not going to be easily determined or seen by others. And we can help in those day or two to uh, accelerate the process. That could perhaps, you know, shorten that as well. Um, yeah. It, how... how, how <clears throat> ooh. Sorry. How far did um did we walk from that place where I made the comment about it being like a fantastic hunting spot? Are we like a, a few hours away or is it like a short walk over that ridge? Uh, it probably the, the majority of the day. Okay. Back to that area. <clears throat> Depending on kind of what what reserves they have, I might suggest just like a, a small hunting outfit to go out there and maybe gather some um, uh, rations, rather some meat for the for the trip because it's we're a few days, like probably a few weeks yeah, from well, Sarantarzul, aren't we? Well, I think you would probably, but the location you're going to, you're hoping for it to be under a week's time. You're not sure if it'd be like four days to get to it, five, six, yeah, maybe think, somewhere in there. I think we're like eight to 10 from Sarantarzul because yeah, so, it was and, between the two of them. Right. And, but does that, does that change with the, uh, the size of the party that we're moving through? I have no idea, like mechanic wise, if uh, a larger outfit. Yeah. How many? Because I mean, how many your ranger stuff. Coming? I don't my so. ranger stuff. Yeah. It says, you know. You're unhindered by you move at your normal pace just through right. your favorite terrain. I didn't know if you were going to cap that. Just like, yeah, that makes sense for like the three of y'all, but for like you and what was it, two dozen bugbears? Uh, yeah, he, 22 at this point. Okay, yeah. Been... But not all 22 are coming with us. I thought mm-hmm. they were. No, that, that was the very point. Oh, they're, the they're, whole packing, group they're packing is the entire outfit and they're moving, in, yeah. they're moving into Sarantarzul. Oh. Well, no, to, this, to this, the area. This place somewhere oh, I got between you. there. Yeah, between the place there. we're going to get the leaves. Yeah, Fair. to see if that's. Yeah, they, they, they like the location of that. Again, for them, even the taboo of it, Sarantar Azul, you know, the, the very the idea of what it is and what it was is still a very bad place. Yeah, but um, we're good people. Yeah, but they, they. Yeah, and I still think it's kind of a bad place. Yeah, so, yeah but it is kind of a tough area. But they, yeah, they're very, again, you know, much wanting to do that and go that way. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> All right, well, so I can't over the fly. next. fly, 22 of us, so. Uh, in that yeah. time period, they do some hunting, you know, gathering of supplies and whatnot, but it seems like they're also pre- fairly uh, fairly well outfitted to have enough rations that they could travel, maybe even go that distance without having to gather more food. Most of their time is spent on uh, like the felling of trees and rearranging of uh, dead trees that they have to make it block off this area, uh, to make it a less desirable place to get into and uh, to, to, to a degree seal it so that any other party coming through here wouldn't just think it's any more than just like one more little hillock that has you know trees all around it, and then to move on from that and go to some and I other can place. help with that with yeah, erupting earth so and that kind of stuff. But yeah. we've had a long rest, so I get all my stuff back, right? Um, yes. Well, then I, I guess a couple will go by in this time. Yeah. So in that, yeah, you're gonna have to, you know, you'll be sleeping over a couple. of Fantastic. Nights. Yeah. So you guys are back up to your norms. How do they seem to be receiving? me well it's interesting because i don't want to challenge Tulat for control of the order and that would be a case where Tulat comes to you that evening when uh, you know there's there's various campfires here and there uh they've all been hooded they have rocks set up in certain ways angling this way and that so they can still cook without shining a great deal of light out and about and you are in this tight little valley but uh, you're at one of the campfires with a few of the bugbears and Tulat comes over and sits down uh, and is eating with you 
And he says, really what's tantamount to, you weren't the founder of our order, but you were the initiator of our order. Mm -hmm. That if you would accept the honor, uh, I would accept you as an honorary member of this order. However, you would not be an authority in this order. That we would not do well to suffer having any sort of a... Um, an outsider. Political change in this. Mm -hmm. And that could be too. That I don't know how well that would go over. Indeed. As much as you are uh, important to what's happening now. Are you all right with that? Yes, I am. I accept this. Then we refer to ourselves as the Risen Brotherhood, and you are now an honorary member of that brotherhood. Thank you. All right, so those days... Do we all want to become members of that brotherhood? Well, you? I already have one torque on my arm. I don't want a second. Um, <clears throat> eh, you'd have to be a paladin. Oh, oh. Yeah. All of these oh. uh, bugbears are paladins? They are. Jeez. Does that mean they all can cast spells? Yep. Well... As who, long as they're of sufficient level. Who who did you train them for the what, what is it? Patron saint. What's the what's the term for? Is it all Uko? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um they're <laughs> you not ascend to godhood because these are all worshiping you. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh yeah, very explicitly not. Um Yeah, no, they probably have some of them have smiting abilities and like lay on hands type stuff and stuff like that. So nice. Honestly, it's a nice bunch to have cruising around in the location. Who wants to mess with 23 <laughs> paladins? Right. So as you guys move out from that area, of course, you are all on foot. And uh, they do... I, during that time, I get uh, my warlock spell slots back from a short rest. Mm -hmm. So I would be putting <clears throat> two of those second level slots into, into ring. my ring of spell story. Yeah, it makes good sense. That uh, they put it in really two different groups. Uh, and that is they have just a group of six they're moving out of head or moving out ahead as a van and a scouting party, uh, and then the rest moving in a column. And uh, there's always a, a bugbear going back and forth between the one and the other. And Jacob, they ask you if you would move with the van, while the other two of you would move with the the main column. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Makes and, sense. So you yeah. could check and make sure they don't trample over any. And you tracks. you you are aware almost immediately that you are way better than any of these guys. Just you know multiple well, categories better. So. Yeah, that uh, when it comes to uh, you know reading the area, but they all they're also very good at knowing where there's some known things, and you find yourself taking a more circuitous route than what you would have done initially yourself. Uh, and uh, you're you're learning that that between the two, all of you, their their van and you, that you're really leading this party on. Uh, away from other settled areas. It okay. could even be like away from other bugbear tribes or other known hazards, things they've been aware of, or areas are just so exposed that uh, it could be dangerous too. That doesn't not make sense. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it is after about uh, four days that as you're traveling... I bet it's kind of nice to travel with just like people again instead oh, of yeah. a Nuriax. Yeah, right. So Like they're singing and talking and just kind of hanging out generally instead of just Aren't being they bears? like... They're, they're uh, kind of goblinoid. Yeah, they're so they're they... still humanoids. Oh. Bugbear oh. is just a name. Oh. And this whole time, 89 <laughs> episodes in, and you thought every time we talked about bugbears that they were like grizzlies? I think it's hilarious <laughs> that you are making these accusations when for the first like 16 episodes, you called them just straight 
bears. And you're like, oh, I keep picturing them as bears. I don't. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. Clip it. Bring it to me. I did not say that. You're on. So they, also, it only took me 16 episodes. So I mean, to be done. honest, what I picture is the Disneyland those those hillbilly bears. You know that oh are goodness. like, oh, oh my god. That's actually what I'm picturing. And that is canon. That is how bugbears look like in this universe. Thank you very much. Someone draw the artwork. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, a variety of things, but uh, just to bring up an image for... Did you art. see a bad word? Do I have to bleep I that? I did, yeah. Oh. More like that. So I just brought up a picture of... Doesn't you look cuddly? They don't look like bugs or bears. Bear. Yeah. He's, he's just missing a banjo, and no, I think they're... you are right on the money. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, there are dark camps each night, so they just want to risk being exposed to anything else that's out here. But they are... You know, if they're, they enjoy to you know talk, tell stories, laugh, mm-hmm. uh, and I think it would be very pleasant for all of you as you're traveling through that to be around at least other you know <laughs> mammalian things, humanoids, um, that, yeah, <laughs> humanoids that you could say, oh wow, they actually they're more like us. I never thought how much I'm like a bugbear until I spent two and a half months <laughs> with the Anuriac. You know that if somebody, God forbid, dies, they're not going to eat them. You know, repurpose <laughs> them. Maybe the old kind of bugbears would have, but. Um, so but it, also it, just the not having to convince them to take a break. Like, it's like, yeah, we're at the end of the day of travel. We need, we set up camp and rest. Yeah, we set up camp. Not convincing them that that's the thing that needs to happen. Right, yeah. And it's also, they're rotating watches through all of them. So you guys are actually in a fairly contained area, too, when nice, it comes yeah. to, you know, relaxing, doing and things, studying, replacing spells. Usu right. is still keeping watch as well, yeah. Yeah. So as you, um, at the at the end of that fourth day, and you're looking so, so very far ahead, that you can see in the area that you're coming to, the ground is slowly rising. And like each step, Jacob, you're looking and thinking to yourself, you know, this looks more like it. And this looks more like it. Um, you know, it's, it's matching where the map is. It's matching all those things that we have, those markers as to where this location would be. And you're looking up ahead. They're looking. And uh, the two groups have merged. The uh, van is allowed the column to catch up to it. And again, Grack um, is... Um, conferring with two lot and they're both saying that we do believe uh, jacob that this is the area of that taboo because they're just as they describe it in point the foliage ahead is suddenly very different there's a change to the very way the trees seem to be growing you're looking at you know what was normally kind of a typical you know forested area and that you say those are very tight together like thickets of plants and you're looking in and seeing things like like hollies and hawthorns, kind of spiny growth of uh, you know, plants, and they're large but so dense that you would think it's very difficult you know, to move into it, to move through it. Uh, and it isn't just right there. It's like this whole, as you're looking down into this area where it goes up, where the elevation is coming up, you can see it's a huge area, like a mile across, you know, maybe even more, it's difficult to say. That is this very unusual area of very strange, strange plant growth. Those that have the ability or the want to, go ahead and make nature checks. I can do that. Seven. Seven. <laughs> Fifteen. So as you guys are looking at it, and it just seems different to you, Jacob, and Boris, I guess just as different to you, but Zellan, as you're looking at it and turn back to those two, that whole massive area of woods looks completely unnatural. Thank you for listening. Make sure all of your homies and besties know listening to The Empire's Edge is totes yeet, bruv. 
follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Empire's Edge. Then tell them to give us bread at subscribestar.com slash the-empires-edge. He said, there's always that one guy that just messes up everything. It's like, how come, how do they spread them out intentionally? And this guy just, he couldn't salute right. He couldn't make his bed right. He couldn't do anything right. And of course. Good old private pile. Yeah. And that's it. And this guy, this drill sergeant is in his face, chewing him out. And he's like, you're too stupid to be in the Marine Corps. You know, from now on, you're not in the Marine Corps. You're in the Navy. He said, open that trash can. So he opened up and says, climb into that trash can. And so he climbed in and he said, no, get down in there. He's wanting, and he's like yelling down in the trash can. He said, now you're in the Navy, not only that, you are a submariner. Well, you don't come out of there. You don't come out of there unless I go bang, bang on this trash can and you jump out of there and say, oh, good, good dive. <laughs> and he said, and you would do that every single time. And he said, well, Tez is right now. Do you understand me, private pile? And he's like, oh, yes, sir. And he goes a little, yeah, gung, gung. This guy jumps up with that lid. Oh, good, good dive. And he goes like down again. And he did it like three times. Left this guy in the trash can for like a couple hours. And everyone's like, trying to go bang, bang. Oh, good, good dive. And he goes back in again. And then everyone, somebody yells like that and everybody just goes like this and turns there is an inspection from a guy from vietnam he was like a combat colonel <laughs> oh one of the guys that are out there like the real deal just just as sawed off and mean as you can possibly imagine and as the guy walks in jim said that he's just another one of these recruits he's just raising you know private whatever he's he's staying attention and he can see the sergeant has his beat of sweat coming down his face because this guy came in injured and he's got a cane, walks in, and he goes, bang, bang, and he taps on a door. Walks up, bing, bing, taps on a dunk. And the guy's like, oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And he walks up, he goes, bing, bing. And this guy goes, oh, God. And the guy kind of backed off when he started and looked at him. And he looked at him, and nobody's moved. No one's moved everywhere. And the guy kind of took one step back and put his hands on his hip. And he got that. He's got one hand poised, got the cane. And he went, bang, bang. Oh, God. <laughs> And he's like, and, it him, <laughs> and he's private. You will step out of that trash can and tell me exactly what you're doing. He's like, I'm too stupid to be in the Marine Corps. I'm in the Navy, but nobody'd want to see me, so I'm a submariner, sir. And he was like, as you were. <laughs> and he just sinks back down into his trash can. And the guy goes on with his inspection. He keeps tapping on stuff and walks through. And the guy stayed in the trash can.